Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day you are faced with battles from small, seemingly insignificant issues to bigger threats that leave you angry and confused, all leading towards a deterioration of your faith, family union, and life according to God's word. Welcome to the Righteous Warriors podcast. Wake up the warrior in you. Live according to the code of Righteous Warrior. Become the warrior. And now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Waller. Hey, this is Alan Waller, and this is another Righteous Warrior podcast. We're calling out the warrior in you. A righteous warrior is a man who loves God, loves himself, loves his family, and wants to make a difference in the world. I'm so grateful that you're joining us in this summer reading program. If you have your copy of Code of the Righteous Warrior, and you're walking through this with us, you're reading this week, Tell the Truth. Well, principle number three, live by the truth. Tell the truth. You speak the truth. You follow the truth. You expect truth. And so that's what we want to talk about. Uh, I don't have anyone to interview this day uh, and don't have anyone to talk to. So I'm just going to talk to you about three ways we understand the truth. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're reading the book, you hear me talk about small t truth and capital T truth. But I want to talk about truth in a couple of ways. I want to talk about small t truth, that is truth that is temporal. It's true for a while. And then I want to talk about capital T truth, that is truth that is enduring. It is true then, it's still true now. But then I also want to talk about this sort of subjective thing called my truth and how sometimes I have to live in the tension between my truth and the truth. And this will give you an opportunity to think about how are you living and dealing with the truth in your life? Well, I opened up this chapter telling a story about us when we were doing the Navy SEALs training. We'd gone down to train for a week uh, with the Navy SEAL experience. If you ever like to see it, if you just go Google Nightline Navy SEALs, you'll see a little something that we did. This was around the time that President Obama and SEAL Team 6 had just uh, captured Osama bin Laden. And after that, everyone was interested in the teams. And uh, there was an opportunity for some of us to go down and train with former SEALs and have an experience a little, as Don Shipley would say, a toe in the water of what it would be like to go to Bud's. Well, in this particular thing, as you as you watch the opening, as you read the opening, uh, we had a, a night ops where we had to follow the North Star. We had to follow uh, our compasses in the dark and we had to make decisions. Well, we followed what we thought was the North Star and we made what we thought were good decisions and we got lost. We came in very, very late. I'm reminded of that passage of scripture that says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. 
uh, it was important for us to make sure that what we thought was the North Star was really the North Star. And it was very important for us to follow what really was the way, the truth. And, you know, that's interesting because truth has so many implications. First of all, there is small t truth. What do we mean by small t truth? Truth that is time sensitive, truth that is temporal. It's time sensitive and temporal because that's all you know at the time. As a Christian, uh, we read the Bible and sometimes we get real caught up in the difficulties of taking what was written in the first century and transferring it into the 21st century. For instance, women be silent in the church. Well, You have to separate out what is the cultural particularity of a time and what is the eternal principle. So that would be small t truth. Women be silent in the church. At the time of that writing, when Paul wrote to Timothy to tell the women to be silent in church, women had a very different role in society. Uh, Women had a very different uh, role in the church experience, even in the synagogue experience. And so when Paul told Timothy to tell the women to be silent, the women at that time in life, they were almost considered chattel property. They were not trained in the uh, formal graces uh, in the church. They didn't really know how to act in the church. And so they had a lot of questions and they were asking questions that Paul told Timothy, tell them to ask their husbands at home uh, and let them be silent in the church so that we can carry on with the business of the church. And that may have been true then. That is not true now. So the principle of being silent in the church that may have been true at the time of the writing of that word is not still true today. Women are not chattel property. Women are not untrained. Women are not ignorant. And therefore, brethren, we cannot seek to define our manhood by seeking to keep women down. So that was a small t truth. But in there is an enduring principle. What Paul was really getting at is people who didn't know what was going on really ought to be quiet until they can catch up. They shouldn't be asking elementary questions in a context where other things were going on. This doesn't mean I get rid of that biblical principle. It means I apply it in a different way. What we believe that means in our church is that if somebody just joined the church on Sunday and we have a church meeting on Monday, they might not want to come into that church meeting asking a whole lot of questions because you just got here. Maybe you want to be quiet and learn where you are, learn more about it. That's why we have new members classes. That's why we have orientation. That's why we have intake. That Maybe that's why you don't get to become a deacon or an officer of the church within that first year because you need to spend some time learning before you get involved. That's the enduring truth or the enduring principle. Uh, Not that the women need to be quiet, but maybe someone who is newer needs to spend some time being brought up to speed and then get involved and speak up and have something to offer. The implication is this. That what may have been true for the first century in Ephesus 
is certainly not true for the 21st century in Philadelphia. Another reason why we need to be careful with small t truth is because another experience of Paul telling the women to be true, he told the women to be quiet in Ephesus, but he told the women in Corinth when they preach to cover their heads. Now, wait a minute, Paul, if it's an enduring truth that women should be quiet, how come you let them preach in Corinth and then you tell them to be quiet in Ephesus? Maybe because the small t truth is in Ephesus, they needed to be quiet to catch up and that it was not an eternal truth for them to be quiet so that in Corinth, when they preached, they covered their heads as a sign and show of respect. In other words, small t truth says it's true because of the situation of life. It's true because of where we are. It's true because that's all we know, but it's not true forever. This is also true uh, in when we are teaching the martial arts. When we teach Naftali, we refer to principles or techniques as true and false. In fact, in Naphtali, uh, the parts of our body are in correlations to the Ephesians material that our feet are our truth, uh, feet and legs are our truth, our thoracic cavity is our righteousness, our arms are our shield, uh, and our faith and our head is our salvation. And so when you think about a stance, a stance is either true or false. What that means is when you are standing, if your stance is too close, that's not a true stance. If your stance is too wide, that's not a true stance. If your stance is just right, you will be stable and mobile at the same time. That correlates with what we learn even in Matthew 7, where it talks about building your house upon a rock as a opposed to building your house upon sand. When you build, when you stand or build on the truth, you are not easily shaken. When you stand or build on the truth, you are not easily fallen. Uh, But when you build and stand on a lie, at some point, it's going to fall apart. When you build on that that is not eternal, at some point, it's going to fall apart. You and I need to think about what it is we believe. You and I need to think about what it is we hold fast to. The only way that a righteous warrior is really going to survive is if he lives by, speaks the, and expects the truth. Sometimes the truth hurts. So one thing, uh, there's this small T truth, there is the big T truth, and then there is my truth. Now, my truth may be true, but may not la- may not line up with the truth. And what do I mean by that? You know, we often think that a eyewitness account is a good witness. And the truth of the matter is, while it can be a good witness, even an eyewitness is seeing the world through a lens, seeing the world through past experiences, seeing the world. That's why I even need to check my perspective when I'm talking to you. And when you're talking to me, when I say something, when I hear something, I need to acknowledge that I'm hearing it through and seeing it through my experiences. And because of that, my truth may block me from seeing the truth. 
I may read into what you have said and I may see something that is not there. That's why I need to check my truth to make sure that my truth is big T truth and not just little T truth. What does that look like? If I have been hurt in the past and if I've been in a relationship where I was hurt by a woman in my life, I need to be real careful that I don't take that pain and apply it to all women. If I've been hurt by a situation, I need to make sure that I don't let that situation come into my present so that everything I see, I see through that lens, I experience through that lens. I have to check myself before I wreck myself because my truth may not be the truth. One of the things that I would challenge you to think about also is how you speak truth and how you receive truth. If you're going to be a righteous warrior, someone should be able to count on you to tell the truth, to speak truth to them, to let them know where you really are, to share what's really on your heart, to give the facts as they are. Because the reality is the truth will set you free. But also, if you are a righteous warrior, you're able to handle the truth. You remember the movie A Few Good Men, and you remember that classic line from Jack Nicholas, you can't handle the truth. Well, a righteous warrior can handle the truth. You can handle when someone has to say some hard things to you. You can handle when you have to say some hard things to them. Why? Because the Bible tells us that we are to speak the truth, but speak it in love. So really, oh, what, I'm, what I'm arguing today and what is important for me today is that if I'm going to live life to its fullest, the best way to live it is to live it by telling the truth. I need to recognize truth. Number one, I need to recognize small t truth, truth that is temporal. It's true right now. It's true because that's all I know. It's true because that's what I've been exposed to. But I'll always be open to learning more. Then there is big T truth. That is truth that is true before. It is true now. It is true forever. There used to be 24 hours in a day. There's still just 24 hours in a day. There used to be seven days in a week. There's still just seven days in a week. There's some truths that are just true. Those are the things we live by. But then there's my truth and the truth. I need to make sure that I, I am always checking my perspective. I am always holding my view up to the light of eternal truth. And I am washing everything through my forgiveness and making sure that I'm keeping my palate clean so that I can truly see things as they are. You know, uh, I had an experience one time uh, where I was very, very hurt and it was racial, racial context. A white man had said something to me and I let it slide. Oh, so I thought, but it got down in my spirit. And for the rest of the day, every white man I saw, I had it out for him. I had issue with whatever he said. And the truth of the matter is not every person that I ran into was a bad person. I let the first experience sit in my spirit so that my truth 
began to block me from the truth. And while I'm not trying to turn this into a racial debate, nor am I trying to turn this into anything other than a discussion of truth, I want to suggest to you that after every experience you have, you need to make sure that you clear your palate so that your next experience, you can truly see it for what it is, that you can live by the truth. But another piece of this in in telling the truth People expect from you the truth. And so when you speak, it should be known and expected and you should be respected for telling the truth. We live in a day and age when as we listen to political speak, we no longer are sure that we're hearing the truth. That does not make for a secure society. That does not make for a stable society. What our society needs are persons who in the public sphere tell the truth. That's why we're calling out the warriors in all of us, because we need men and women who speak truth, who have a North Star, a true North orientation, that you're following those things that are enduring. As for me, I am a Christian. I believe that the word of God is enduring. I believe it is true. Not in the old sense of the literal interpretation of Scripture. As I've tried to tell you today, the reality is there were passages of Scripture that need to be lifted out of their cultural particularity and transferred into today to those things that are eternally true. And if we do that, then the Bible really speaks to us. I believe that what is eternally true about the story of Jonah is not whether a man can live in the belly of a fish, but what is eternally true about that story is that when you run from your calling, you put yourself in a storm and everybody that's on your boat. I want to challenge you to think about what areas of your life that you have not given to the truth. What are those things that you need to address in your life so that you are living by truth? A righteous warrior is not afraid of the truth because the truth really will set you free. So I want to challenge you today to think about the areas of your life uh, that you have not been totally truthful with. Now, when I say totally truthful, I'm talking about being truthful to yourself. I'm talking about speaking truth to yourself. I'm talking about speaking truth to those that matter. I'm talking about in the areas of your life with your family, with your significant relationships, those need to be relationships built on truth. Everyone does not deserve your total story. Everyone does not have to have your total truth. You know, there's a difference between hypocrisy and discretion. Discretion says I know who to speak to and who to tell. So the reality is I need to first speak truth to me. And as I live in my truth and as I share my truth and as I balance my truth with the truth, I am able then to live truthfully with all human beings. One of the greatest things that you can do at night is lay your head on a pillow and go to sleep. I know you wonder. I know you think that's a a trick uh, statement. It really isn't. One of the greatest things that you can do at night is lay your head on a pillow and go to sleep. 
one of the best ways to be able to do that is to know that in that given day, you lived true to yourself and you were truthful with others and you gave the best of your service. That's what it means to live by the truth. I want to challenge you to check your life. Look at truth in your life. See what truths need to be updated in your life. Balance your truth with the truth. Speak truth and be the man that God, our creator, has created you to be. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in each week. Next week, we've got another interview with one of our righteous warriors. I want to challenge you this week as you read this section on telling the truth to look at your life and get your life to line up with the truth because the truth will set you free. This is Alan Waller. This is another Righteous Warrior podcast. I'm calling out the warrior in you. A righteous warrior is a man who loves God, loves himself, loves his family, and wants to make a difference in the world. Listen, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. Thank you for listening to the Righteous Warriors podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and think it would benefit somebody you know, help them wake up the warrior inside and share the episode with them. You can also leave a review or submit questions to Dr. Alan Waller by heading to RighteousWarriorsLLC.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.